The perfect weekend getaway requires three things. A gorgeous view, a carefree crew, and a little something sparkly. Whether you're jet-setting to Cabo, glamping with your group, or simply diving into the nearest body of water, Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are there to bring the glam wherever your summer adventures take you. Their eye-catching pieces are priced for daily wear. From earrings to necklaces, these gems are meant to be worn, never hidden. Sure, they pair perfectly with a sundress and heels, but they also add that little extra something to your sandy beach cover-up and shades. After all, sparkles go with everything. So pack your bags, grab your besties, and get ready for a glam-packed getaway, because vacations are meant to sparkle. And their shimmery stud sets are ready for takeoff. Just remember to pack light and wear Lightbox. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and use promo code SUMMER10. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. It's the Remain Seated Podcast. You bet it is. With me, Gina Barberi, and my kid Festus. Will I call you my kid forever? Um, well, yeah. Like when you're 60, will I call you my kid? When I'm 60, are you going to be you don't, alive? You do not even do that. Someone has to say it. They're all thinking it no. when I'm 60. If any 60-year-olds are listening right now, let us know if your parents are still kicking. I'm ki- I will be kicking. Are they, yeah, in, a, are they in a home? No, you're in your 80s. There was, a, there was a story, I think, about a 75-year-old man that did the world's longest plank. See? For 38 minutes. Yeah, that won't be me. You won't be planking. You no. can't plank for 38 seconds. You know I plank every morning. Do we have the same definition of plank? What do you, what's do your plank? The, where you on your elbows and you try to balance there. For, Is that because you fall down and you have to do it to get back up? No, I purposely. You plank on purpose. I purposefully get down on the floor, <laughs> and it's a, it's my morning exercise. <laughs> where do you do that, my mom? You do, do you do that in your home gym that you turn my room into? No. No, your room's still full of your crap. I'm sorry. Which you're going to have to come get someday. We're supposed to do an episode where we where we go through my high school backpack and decide what to do with my books. Sometime we should go through it. We should do an on-location remain seated and go through your room. Like the stuff you left behind. I'll get us lavalier mics <laughs> and we can walk around. The stuff you left behind. That I sounds s- like a kid's book. I assume there's nothing there that you want. when There are things that I want. But but see, there's a ton of crap there. You're never gonna move into a house, though, are you? Like, I don't see you wanting to be a house, a homeowner. Well, see, I'm thinking of playing the lottery. (laughs) Now, if that works out for me, (laughs) definitely getting a house. But you, I've talked to you about before about owning a house, and you're like, I don't want to like have to fix things and take care of it and i changed my mind i want to own a house you do i do want to own a house you're gonna have to get tools i have a i got a tape measure for free at work yesterday (laughs) but you're gonna have to like hammer things and can i use the back of the tape measure no you'll have to get an actual hammer and a dedicated hammer yeah because things will need to be hammered. I don't know. That's a commitment. You're Can I just call to... the guy? Doesn't the guy have hammers? If you live in a rented condo, the guy brings his hammers with yeah. him. Oh, well, why gonna... can't he hold all the hammers? I don't have enough <laughs> space for this hammer. Put it Where do I room. put the hammers? Your room at my house. I will have one Phillips screwdriver and a AA battery that may or may not work. 
You're going to have to change batteries in your smoke alarm. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to mow the grass. Yep. You're going to have... But you want? I'm glad you want a house because I thought you didn't want one. No, like, I want. A, I want a house. You have to shovel the snow. I know, but I won't get one on the corner, like you <laughs> did. We lived in three houses in a row that you decided to get on the corner. So it's and extra, then I had to shovel the snow. Extra shoveling. Three houses in a row, all of them on corners. Well, they're highly desirable. Because you don't have neighbors on either side of you. It's just like... It's yeah, you do. Like... They're just at different angles. <laughs> but they're they're be- still there. But they're behind you. You don't have to see them. Well, yeah, when you look out your front room, you, you, don't, you just see the road. You just see your across-the-street neighbors. <laughs> oh, that just... It, I, it, there's a sense of not having people looking through your windows on a corner. You're in denial. I'm not. You're in denial. But you want to get a house. Yeah, I do. Like, what kind of house? <laughs> I don't know. An easy one. An easy one to care for. I will start with a with a one level, a single level, maybe a basement. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Then we can move the crap home. out of your room and put it in the basement. Yeah, that's what that'll be for. It, it'll be the, the crap that used to be in my room basement. Okay. I'm, go- I'm glad because I remember having these talks with you before about you're never going to live in a house because you don't ever want to shovel the snow. I so. never wanted to. Mostly the reason I don't now is because I can't afford a house. <laughs> but if you could. If I could afford a house, I'd move into a house. Would you in Salt Lake or in Sandy or one of the Jordans? Somewhere close to where everybody needs to be. Yeah. So in the middle. In the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will you have me Maybe over for, vale. for a barbecue? Yeah. Because when you have a house, you have people over for a barbecue. Well, I don't know if you want to be outside in the area that we're going to have to get a house. <laughs> I think you're going to want to stay in. There's probably going to be bars on the windows. Well, Wee-woo, Are you going to have a house in England? Yeah, there's a European ambulance. <laughs> well, in, my, in my house fantasy, there's European emergency response people. All, all night long. Yeah. It was weird. So this is another thing when you have a house. You got to worry about stuff like this. Joe woke up in the middle of the night, like two in the morning, and there's a truck parked in the middle of the street, like not off to the side, like in the middle of the street with running. And he saw a guy running up and down the sidewalk. Case in houses. Yeah. Don't you think? What else would that be? That's That's why I have guns, mom. Oh, is that where... Okay. I... We got to. I'm nervous about this topic with you. Are you... I'm going to ask you, do you have one on you right now? Not right now. Because usually you do. Usually I... Okay. Yep. We're going to talk about this. Usually I do carry a gun. But like you keep one like strapped to your body. Like... Yeah. And why do you do that? Because, well, one of the reasons, it's gotten really bad. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm paranoid. I'm a little paranoid. But since I've worked at a news station all day, every day, I see how many horrible people are in the world. That's kind of what the news focuses on. Well, yeah. But it's shooting here, stabbing there. There's Every single day there's a, a shooting near where I live. Last night there was a shooting in Sandy. That's 10 minutes from my house. And so I carry a gun because... Everybody else can carry a gun. And so if the guy across from me at the 7-Eleven has the capability to take his gun out and harm my family or myself or the innocent clerk behind the counter, I never want to be defenseless. 
And that's the only way you can defend yourself? If there were a way, yes. If someone else has a gun, I'm not going to bring a knife. It's I'm not going to old... start throwing punches. It's true, though. <laughs> Think about it. If someone has a gun and he's, you know, from me to you, and I start running at you with a knife, he's going to kill me. But why do you have to run at him? Why, why can't you... I just sit on the ground and maybe get shot? I don't want to be a victim, and I don't want to watch people that I love get hurt. Okay, but how many times when you're seeing all that news that you see at work, is there a story where good guy with a gun stops bad guy with the gun? It does happen. It does happen. They don't report on it. But I looked it up the other day, and I found lots of stories that are on different websites that aren't in the mainstream news where it does happen. Uh-oh. Not in the mainstream news. Mm-hmm. Where are you the going? Fa- the fake news. Where are you going for the that fake news? Because you can find anything you want on the internet to support your argument. I know. You can't. But it does ha- I know, but it does happen. Because I don't think that those people that in those stories have a concealed carry permit and they just didn't use it. Now, you know, and I've talked about this before, I went through the concealed carry permit class. Yeah. Joe and I did. And it was an afternoon in a classroom. It's a four-hour class. And... I've taken two of them. And you, they have a dummy gun, like a plastic gun that you learn how to load and, and handle, but not a real gun. And then at the end of the class, the instructor gets your certificate out and says, you've, you've passed this class, you can have your concealed carry permit. And I was shocked. I'm like, you mean, because this was in a gun store. It was in the back of a gun store. Where, yeah, that's where a lot of them take like, place. You mean I can walk out of here, never handling a gun in my life, a real gun, and I can walk up to the counter and buy one of those guns in your case and put it in my purse and walk out of here. And you as an instructor feel good about me doing that. Yeah. No, I disagree with that completely. I think the laws on that should be much more stringent. I think they should make you go through training and pass a, a course where you have to go to the range and put so many hours at the range and shoot, shoot so many rounds. I think they should make you prove that you know how to use it. But how I look at it is, okay, they don't force you to do that, but... I look at it as a responsibility when I walk out the door with my gun. If I'm in a 7-Eleven and a guy comes up and tries to rob the cashier, I should know how to use it so I feel comfortable. But, but that's you being responsible. But yeah, that's, far, I know that not everybody's going to be responsible. That's the, just how I look at it. As far as the state of Utah is concerned, every single person in that class could carry a gun around. Yeah, I and disagree with that. that's yeah. what scares me, is there's people that walked out of there and went, you bet, and put it in and went out, and they're going to go to the 7-Eleven, and they're going to see something going down, and they're going to think, well, I have a gun. I, I'll get involved in this situation. And they have yeah. no business doing but that. See, this goes back to why I have a gun. It's because it's because of that reason, because anybody else can. Okay, but... There are thousands of concealed carry classes. I have the number of concealed carry permits currently in Utah. 698,000 people. As of 2017, 698,000 people in the state of Utah can walk out their door and be in the same Walmart as me and have a gun. So I look at it as if they can, I would like one because I don't want them to have an advantage over me in case they decide they would like to do something stupid. Yeah, it's just, it, it makes me nervous on a couple of levels. 
And I understand that. I, I totally get that. And yeah. I'm not – this is the only way, the only place issue where I lean more to the right politically is oh. because I see it from a practical standpoint. That we're not getting rid of the guns in America even if they are all outlawed and they said nobody can buy guns anymore. There are more guns in this country than people, so they're not going anywhere. And so I see it as if, you know, if they can have them, I'm going to have one. And you know that I've been trying to feel more comfortable with them. You have. And I'll post this picture um, of you out in the desert shooting. We all went, uh, took the whole family, and we went shooting in the desert. And and I would like to do that more often. I would like to get more comfortable. Because part of why I'm scared of them is I'm afraid of them. Yeah. I think it's okay to be afraid of something that could kill you. It is. <laughs> but I know you hear super righty people say this all the time. Just like anything else, it's a tool. I could kill you with a gun the same as I could kill you with a hammer right now. No, and I know no, that they're more powerful. I understand. to kill me with a gun than a hammer. But it's the same concept. If you put a hammer in the hand of a carpenter or a builder... He's going to go put a nail in a two-by-four. Okay, if you put it in the hand of a murderer, he's going to go hitch in the head with it. Okay, but what's the equivalent of that with a gun? If you put the gun in the hand of a... Hunter. A concerned citizen. <laughs> okay, so one of the things we shot when we went out shooting, you have an AR-15. Sure. I agree that there's no practical reason for me to have that. I, not, I like to defend my family. I also think that they're fun to go shoot. So I'm glad you're honest about that, because I think a lot of people act like, I have this for self-defense. You don't no. have an AR-15 for self-defense. Totally agree with that. You do, I, I know for a fact that an AR-15 is not a practical gun for me to have to defend my family. I have, I have a shotgun. I have a couple handguns. Those will do just fine. You don't need an AR-15. I will be honest and say I have it, because I think it's fun. I'm glad you're honest about that. Now, I shot it. You did shoot it. And it scared the crap out of me. It's powerful. That, that's going real fast. I, I hated it. I thought shooting the, the handgun was fun. That I liked that. Shooting that AR-15 scared me. Mm -hmm. Just that the power of it was overwhelming. So, so if you admit that you have guns for self-defense and that the AR-15 doesn't fall into that category. I wouldn't say I got that for self-defense. I got that because I thought it would be fun. So New Ze the shootings in New Zealand that just happened, mm -hmm. the guy had a legally purchased AR-15 that he used for that. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't stolen. He wa and walked in, passed a background check, and bought it. I think he ordered it online. They have a mail or a mail order. But he bought it legally. The, yeah, they, I just I saw an interview with the uh, the gun store owner that owner that he ordered it from, and you know, the prime minister of New Zealand said, "That's it, we're not going to have those anymore." So they're getting rid of um, military style semi automatic weapons. That could be considered every single weapon other than the shotgun. Military style? Military style. The handgun that I carry is, can be considered military style. The handgun that I carry is a handgun that police officers carry. The mil it's a Glock. The military has contracts with Glock. Um, so the what police do you, departments do. So what do you call an AR-15? What style of gun is that? Technically, is it, a, it is a sporting rifle. They call it an assault rifle, but 
it, I think that it is only an assault rifle if you assault something with it. But that's what it's designed to do. I know it's designed. Those are that's a, it is that is a military style it's weapon. Designed the weapon to, that he used to kill those people in New yeah. Zealand. That is that is a military style weapon. So would you be okay with saying, okay, you can have your rifle, your twenty two, and your all these other ones, but those kind of guns, yeah, none of us probably need those. Let's let's get rid of those. Would you be okay with that? Well, I wouldn't have much of a choice. But you, I think, is that, that, that a, a makes reasonable? Sense. It's a, re, it's because I think sometimes Second Amendment people in America get crazy because they're like, "You're not taking my guns away," and I don't think anybody wants to take all the guns away. But I think something like New Zealand is doing might be a compromise. Like, can we at yeah. least get rid of the ones that can kill, you know, a hundred people in Vegas in eight minutes? Can we at least get rid of those? Yeah, but. I mean, I do enjoy having it just because I think it's fun and I can take it. I can, you know, take it to the range and it's fun. I, I but will if you had concede to turn it that over. we don't need it. Yeah. I think if the government said you have to turn to America, you have to turn over all of your assault weapons, there would be an uprising. Because I think Texas alone would take care of all of us. <laughs> They've been wanting to secede for a long time. Yeah. So you know what happened in Australia? Yeah, all of their guns got taken away. There so, was a big shooting. In 1996, it, it was almost exactly what's happened in New Zealand recently. There, there was a mass shooting, and they said, that's it. No more assault-style weapons, but didn't get rid of all guns. It was just those. And they, uh, excuse me, they had a buyback program. That's what New Zealand is talking about. Too. So you, took, you take your gun in, they pay you for it. Australia has had no mass shooting since then. Now they have had people that have died as a result of gun violence, mm-hmm. but no mass shootings since then. But I think comparing that, you can't compare that to America because America socially and politically is a completely different place. We have way more guns than Australia ever had, even when they were all legal. And we have more extreme people. But I does, think Australians were like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> you think if we, even after the Vegas shooting, we because we're, we're not wired for it. We're not, Americans you know, you, can't do that. Sandy Hook, you know, 21st graders get mowed down in their classroom, huddling in a closet with their teacher. Why, why after that, even the crazy gun people didn't go, all right, you're, this is ridiculous. We, this shouldn't happen. Yeah, what I find, because that's horrible when crazy gun nut people after like you know the day after a bunch of first graders get shot immediately start defending their gun rights i think that's insensitive and terrible and i think you should step back and maybe realize that we could use some more reform well yeah because that with that one in particular he was horribly mentally ill Mm -hmm. and his mother bought the guns for his mother that ended up getting killed by the guns she bought them for him because he couldn't go out and get them because yeah. he was mentally ill. Yeah. And there was that um, the shooting at the U, the Lauren McCluskey shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, they were tried to pass a bill because the gun that she was shot with was borrowed from the guy's friend. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, because he couldn't get. So he, I so that because he was on parole, I think. So, yeah. yeah. He was a sexual predator on parole. Yeah. And so I get sexual what you're predator on parole. <laughs> I get what you're saying about how. 
there's so many out there. There are. I have the numbers on that, too. There are 393 million guns in this country, and there are 326 million people. But I also don't think that's an excuse to not do anything. Well, no, I don't think it is. There's too many out there, so I guess we won't try to pass any No, I think reform. we should pass legislation. All I'm saying is the reason that goes back the reason I said that was cuz I was explaining why I like to have one is because even if the most extreme reform was passed and they said bring all your guns or they're going to be considered considered illegal, people would not do that. I, oh, I, and I'm under no illusion that, that they would just go okay and turn them there over. There would be an uprising. But because th- you ask people why they have it, and they say to defend against a tyrannical government. <laughs> and they would call that a tyrannical government. Yeah. And they would keep their fucking guns. And so if they are going to do that, I'm going to have mine because I refuse to have my house looted by crazy militia people. Okay, so, so that brings me to my next concern. So if you're using it for protection in your own home, the only way that works is if it's loaded and handy. If you're truly going to use it for protection, some guy's kicking in your door, you don't have time to get the ammo over here and get the gun over here and load it over here. and It has to be like loaded and in your nightstand. The ready gun to go. that I have for self-defense... I think it is dumb when people keep all of their... They say they have it for self-defense and they keep the ammo in one room and the gun in the other room. No, I keep it on the top shelf of my closet with a loaded magazine in it, no round in the chamber. So I can go grab it, rack it, and it's ready to go. So I keep it in a safe location, but the ammo in the same place so it's readily available if I were to need it. And keeping it that way doesn't make you nervous. There is no way that anybody that should not have that gun can get that gun. But you know you or someone in your house is more likely to be hurt by that gun than anybody else. The odds of somebody kicking in your door and you needing to grab the gun and shoot them are way less than somebody in your house, either accidentally or on purpose. I don't think, I don't think anyone's ever going to kick in my door and try to hurt my family. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But it happens to other people all the time. So why not me? One of the kind of interesting side benefits to Australia's gun ban, like I said, they still had handguns. They still had guns. But they saw a general decline in all gun violence, including suicide. Yeah, now, nobody's, but nobody's committing suicide with an AR-15. Oh, well, yeah, they might be. But, but, but probably not. Mostly handguns. So why would it be that the handguns that are still legal, people weren't using those as much for suicide? Because maybe there was a general perception of, we're looking at guns a little bit differently. Well, I think the people that want to kill themselves are going to kill themselves one way or another. But it's easier if you have a loaded gun in the house and you're having an emotional moment and you just are like, that's it, I'm done. Yeah, and there's a loaded gun in the house. That's it's the easier. easiest way to do it. So, so th- I mean, and I don't worry about that with you, but I also don't. I mean, I don't know. You could have a th- emotional moment, and in the heat of the moment, grab. You know what I mean? It's an option. If it's there on your shelf, loaded, it's an option. It being there is a variable. It creates more opportunities for bad things to happen, and I agree with that. But I weigh that against. 
the situations that I perceive that it can assist me in. And that's, you know, the, there was last night, 10 minutes from my house, Maverick gas station, a guy drove up to um, a guy on the sidewalk in front of the store, shot and killed him. If I had happened to be at that Maverick gas station for whatever reason with my family and a guy started firing a gun, I'm not going to sit there and watch them die. And that's very heavy handed. But that's what I go through in my mind because every day I see. Yeah, sure, I can get shot. If you get involved, he could turn and shoot you. I'd rather get involved than run and hide or have nothing to do. You'd rather be dead and face him than alive hiding in a corner. I'd rather be able to do something. That doesn't make sense. How does that not make sense? If you engage someone in that's shooting, there's a likelihood you could get shot. Sure. If I'm willing involved, to take that risk in order to neutralize that threat that is posing to my family and okay. others around. Here's another thing. So when Senator Gabby Giffords in Arizona, she's outside, I think it was at a grocery store or something, doing a speech, big crowd of people. Guy shows up, shoots her in the face. I think he shot a couple of other people there also. Off-duty police officer, who's carrying his gun, shows up. And there, it's Arizona. So there are people there, like you, good guys with guns, going, what's happening? You know, somebody's shooting. This police officer pulls up, and he pulled out his gun, and he said, I stopped because I'm like, I don't know who here." is the bad guy. I see a lot of people with guns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that would be you. Sure. And you I, could I don't get... say there's a constant for every situation. It's, it's always up in the air. You don't know what's going to happen. Sure, I could pull my gun and a police officer could shoot me. And I, I walk out of the house knowing that that's a possibility. But there are a wide range of negative outcomes and there are a wide range of possible positive outcomes. And I weigh that in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I know you're responsible. I know you I know you go to the gun range and, and practice. I know I know you're not a crazy gun nut. No, I just look but. at it various I am very liberal in all of the other ways. <laughs> but I look at this practically and they all have guns. I refuse to be out there without guns, holding my hands up, praying they don't kill the people I like a lot. I get, I get it. I just, I'm a person that wants to be able to do something. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be defenseless. And that's what it boils down to, weighing those risks of maybe I get shot, even though I have a gun, but maybe I help somebody. Maybe I save somebody that I love. Maybe, you know, maybe I do die from it. But I, I walk out of the house knowing that all of those are possibilities. But you're not a police officer. I mean, police officers... But there's not always going to be a police officer. Police officers are are trained in how to handle those situations. As much time as you spend at a gun range or take a concealed carry class, you're not trained in active shooter situation, what should I do? I know. And even police officers that are trained find themselves in those situations and make the wrong decisions and, and get hurt and other people get hurt. It happens. I know. And, but I, all I can do is the best that I can to prepare myself for that possible situation, make sure I know how to shoot my gun, and, that, and then hope that that never happens. And it probably is ne- I'm probably never going to need it. I'm probably going to carry it on my side and never going to need to use it. But there are situations 
like all of the shootings that have been happening in the Valley recently, that if I were there, that I would like to have Okay, it. but you know, in let's take the Vegas shooting. It's a country music festival. You know there were people there with concealed carry guns. They, no. No? They don't let you into a concert with a gun. It was outside. No? They have... No. I think that... I thought I read that there were guys there that had concealed carry guns. Mom, it's different. If I'm walking in downtown Salt Lake and there's a sniper at the Wells <laughs> well, Fargo building, my 9 millimeter is no, not going to help me no. out. That's not the scenario that I'm no. expecting. Well, maybe that's not. But I'm saying I think other people have been like-minded like you in situations and found themselves like, oh, I, sure. this isn't going to work. And again, it's not going to help me in every situation. I am preparing for the situations that could arise, that it could be there to assist me. But I don't want you to get hurt. I would rather me get hurt than my wife. I would rather me get hurt than you. And I was explaining this to Jonesy when we were out to dinner a couple months ago. She asked me why I need to carry a gun. And I said, because I refuse to let somebody walk through that door and kill you in front of me. What'd she say to that? She said, Earl. <laughs> And again, this is all very heavy-handed, and I apologize, and this is a really serious episode, no, but it's, I mean, this it's, is one thing that I have strong feelings about, and a lot of people disagree with me, but I, again, look at it practically from that standpoint. They all have them. They could use them against me. So why not have me silently carrying it just in case? Well, just as your mom, and I love you, and I worry, and you've given me something else to worry about, so thank you. You're welcome. I was being sarcastic. Oh. But You're I love welcome. you. Take care of yourself, please. I'm trying. I want to take care of you. Okay. I'm fine. For now. Okay. Let's go shoot so I feel more comfortable with it. All right. I'm sorry, everybody, if this <laughs> brought the mood down a little bit. But go listen to one of our funny episodes. Yeah, go back and redo the, the space one. That was That's a good one. Yeah, that'll, that'll lift your spirits a little <laughs> bit. But we just wanted to discuss this because it's been in the news recently. So thank you for sticking with us. And if you want to comment about what we said, you can do it uh, on our Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter at Remain Seated Pod. Right? Did I get that right? That's the one. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. Don't get up. <laughs>